0: Greetings and welcome to the July 27th edition of Reading Through the Bible in a Year from Mighty Through God. Today I'll be reading 2nd Chronicles chapter 19 verse 1 through chapter 20 verse 37, Romans chapter 10 verse 14 through chapter 11 verse 12, Psalm 21, and Proverbs 20 verses 4-6. through 6 and today I'll be reading from the New International Version. When Jehoshaphat king of Judah returned safely to his palace in Jerusalem, Yehu the seer, the son of Hananah, went out to meet him and said to the king, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, the wrath of the Lord is on you. There is, however, some good in you, for you have rid the land of the Asherah poles and set your heart on seeking God. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem and went out again among the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim and turned them back to the Lord, the God of their ancestors. He appointed judges in the land, in each of the fortified cities of Judah. He told them, Consider carefully what you do, because you are not judging for mere mortals, but for the Lord, who is with you whenever you give a verdict. Now let the fear of the Lord be on you. Judge carefully, for with the Lord, our God, there is no injustice or partiality or bribery. In Jerusalem also, Jehoshaphat appointed some of the Levites, priests, and heads of Israelite families to administer the law of the Lord and to settle disputes, and they lived in Jerusalem. He gave them these orders. You must serve faithfully and wholeheartedly in the fear of the Lord in every case that comes before you from your people who live in the cities, whether bloodshed or other concerns of the law, commands, decrees, or regulations. You are to warn them not to sin against the Lord, otherwise His wrath will come on you and your people. Do this and you will not sin. Amariah, the chief priest, will be over you in any matter concerning the Lord and Zebediah son of Ishmael the leader of the tribe of Judah will be over you in any matter concerning the king and the Levites will serve as officials before you act with courage and may the Lord be with those who do well chapter 20 after this the Moabites and Ammonites with some of the Mianites came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Some people came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. It is already in Hazazon Temar, that is, in Gedi. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord, Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham your friend? They have lived in it and built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. But now, here are men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance? Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us, We do not know what to do but our eyes are on you all the men of judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the lord then the spirit of the lord came on jehaziel son of zechariah the son of benaiah the son of jael the son of mataniah a levite and descendant of asap as he stood in the assembly he said listen king jehoshaphat and all who live in judah and jerusalem This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeroel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem do not be afraid do not be discouraged go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord then some Levites from the Kohathites and Korahites stood up and praised the Lord the God of Israel with a very loud voice Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing, and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the Valley of Barakah, where they praised the Lord. That is why it is called the Valley of Barakah to this day. Then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. The fear of the Lord came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God had given him rest on every side. So Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah. He was 35 years old when he became king of Judah and he reigned in Jerusalem 25 years. His mother's name was Azubah, daughter of Shilhai. He followed the ways of his father Asa, and did not stray from them. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. The high places, however, were not removed, and the people still had not set their hearts on the God of their ancestors. The other events of Jehoshaphat's reign, from beginning to end, are written in the annals of Jehu, son of Hanani, which are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel. Later, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, made an alliance with Ahaziah, king of Israel, whose ways were wicked. He agreed with him to construct a fleet of trading ships. After these were built at Ezion-Geber, Eliezer, son of Dodavahu of Marashah, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you have made an alliance with Ahaziah, the Lord will destroy what you have made. The ships were wrecked and were not able to set sail to trade romans chapter 10 beginning with verse 14 how then can they call on the one they have not believed in and how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard and how can they hear without someone preaching to them and how can anyone preach unless they are sent as it is written How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news! But not all the Israelites accepted the good news, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Of course they did. Their voice has gone out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world again, I ask, did Israel not understand? First, Moses says, I will make you envious by those who are not a nation. I will make you angry by a nation that has no understanding. And Isaiah boldly says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. But concerning Israel, he says, all day long, I have held out my hands to a disobedient and obstinate people. Chapter 11 I asked then, Did God reject His people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject His people whom He foreknew. Don't you know what Scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he appealed to God against Israel? Lord, They have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and they are trying to kill me. And what was God's answer to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. What then? What the people of Israel sought so earnestly, they did not obtain. The elect among them did, but the others were hardened, as it is written. God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that could not see and ears that could not hear, to this very day. And David says, May their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. May their eyes be darkened, so they cannot see and their backs be bent forever. Again, I ask, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. But if their transgression means riches for the world and their loss means riches for the Gentiles, how much greater riches will their full inclusion bring? Psalm 21, from the King James Version. The King shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and in thy salvation how greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire and hast not withholden the request of his lips. For thou preventest him with the blessing of goodness. Thou settest a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gavest it him even length of days, forever and ever. His glory is great in thy salvation. Honor and majesty hast thou laid upon him. For thou hast made him blessed forever. Thou hast made him exceedingly glad with tiny countenance. For the king trusteth in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High he shall not be moved. Thine hand shall find out all thine enemies. Thy right hand shall find out those that hate thee. Thou shalt make them as a fiery oven in the time of thine anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in His wrath, and the fire shall devour them. Their fruit shalt thou destroy from the earth, and their seed from among the children of men. For they intended evil against thee, they imagined a mischievous device, which they are not able to perform. Therefore shalt thou make them turn their back, when thou shalt make ready thine arrows upon thy strings against the face of them be thou exalted Lord in thine own strength so will we sing and praise thy power Proverbs 20 verses 4 through 6 sluggards do not plow in season so at harvest time they look but find nothing the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters but one who has insight draws them out Many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person, who can find? And so concludes the reading for July 27th. Be blessed and thanks for listening.